0: All right, here we go. Quiet! Quiet! Back. Roll up!
1: And the Oscar goes to...
0: You like me, right now! You like me!
1: There's a mistake. Moonlight,
2: you guys won Best Picture. Moonlight
0: won. It's fascinating to think that probably the only love That man will ever get new life by stripping off and showing his shortcomings.
2: And the Oscar goes to Jack
1: Palance, Citizen. It's a clean sweep. The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. How's Tree Bogart? Hello, and welcome to the Big Picture Podcast, where we take a look at the latest movie news, the films of today and yesterday, and put it all into some sort of context. Not seated across the microphone from me is Film Buff Online contributing editor Natasha Bogutsky. She unfortunately can't make it today, but stepping in to uh, fill in her seat is our very own Film Buff Online comic book film editor and noted Oscar maven, William Gattavaskis. Bill, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing good. I just want to let everybody out there who is disappointed. Um, yes, I might not be as um, as... You know Natasha as Natasha is, but I pick up more space, so you know, uh, I just have that going for me. So, you're getting, you're getting more person in this podcast than you did previous weeks.
1: <laughs> okay, wow, man. Yeah,
2: see, see, if you make fun of yourself, mm-hmm. well, whenever anybody makes fun of you, it doesn't really hurt
1: as much. I, you know? Normally, we do like to do the, uh, the immediate. Oscar nomination reaction podcast um, during the day, and unfortunately, um, Natasha's work schedule and prepping for a uh, a play that opens this coming weekend, she just doesn't have the the space in her schedule to be here today. And I understand that, and I'm very grateful. And she's also very grateful that you're stepping in to uh, to help out here today, Bill. Well,
2: and just let so everybody know, like, don't be worried. I, I have written like 11 bazillion Oscar posts on the site so i this is kind of my thing and I, I love this time of year it's kind of like like my you know christmas it's the second christmas or third birthday
1: oh oh same here it is the most wonderful time of the year if you're a movie nerd and you like the oscar race um so let's just kick it right open um what well, did you well, think I, of? I wanna, the... go ahead
2: i want to before this i want to start off with like the i watched the um the actual announcement of the nominees Online streaming because my daughter's home sick. I didn't want to wake her up and stuff like that. So I had on headphones. Uh, I watched the streaming from ABC. I don't know if it's the same thing they ran on actual Good Morning America or not, or a different one. Um, but I just mm-hmm. want to say one thing. Like one, at one time, we'd have like say Chris Pratt or um, Emma, Emma Stone announced the nominees and stuff like this. Now it seems like you just get the people who actually are able to get up at five forty-eight in the morning to actually <laughs> reach nominees. Um, they had Tracy Ellis Ross, I believe that's her name. She did mm-hmm. a couple years, and uh, she was very smooth, perfect. Then they had Leslie Jordan, who I don't know who he tipped off in the producers, but they gave him every hard name to announce, and he massacred all of them.
1: Yeah, he. I love Leslie Jordan as an actor. He's a fun, anytime he shows up. Oh, yeah. it's always like, oh Leslie's here. It's gonna be fun. And um, boy, yeah, they they gave him like all the hard names. And I don't think they prepared him well, unfortunately. From what I saw, you know, maybe they did, he, and he just muffed it anyways. Who knows?
2: He, he turned Denny Belnaev, and I'm asking that name. But he turns like Denny Belvenev, and like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> this you should know this. Um, second thing I want to talk about: this, they uh, cut up the way to a person called a professional film enthusiast. I didn't get called. Did I, get get call, call? Nope. I
1: nope. didn't I get called. Nope. Nope. I didn't get, none of us got calls.
2: I mean, I mean, we, we, the film buff is in the name of the website. The I film know. buff online. Like, come on. It's, this came up on top of the, the, the searches, <laughs> ABC, Oscars, whatever. We're right here. I, I was up already. We're on the East Coast. It's 8 o'clock here. It's not 5 o'clock in the morning. We were wrong.
1: Yeah, we well, would have been, right. been great, you. man. Just sitting yeah. here on the couch with a mug of coffee and just rattling off all the names and getting them pronounced correctly. We would have been awesome. Well,
2: I'll mug coffee for you. For me, it's uh, a bunch of like crystal meth and. Uh, <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> no, 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 no! I'm a yeah, happy I, diet coke, So yes. No, I'm, yes, I'm joking. Okay, but yes, let's get on. That that's my digression because I just want to say those two things about that because I was like, I, I was like, wow, this gut poor guy, he, he's saying getting hammered, and what's the deal with this guy? I we on that.
1: Mm-hmm. So. so, let's start off with the biggie. Twelve nominations for Jane Campion's. Power of the dog. Netflix has got to be happy about this.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, And, like, you know, it's like, you know, I I don't know if you saw, like, obviously, you've seen the the, the sizzle reel for the 2022 movies on Netflix and happen. And it's Mm -hmm. chock full of, like, you know, big name stars. You have Jason Momoa. You have uh, Jennifer Lopez. You have Halle Berry. You have, like, um, Chris Hemsworth. Like, Chris Evans. You have Brian Gosling. All these big name stars. And I'm like, how did they get, to get all these stars? And then today comes along, I'm like, oh, this is how they get all these stars. Because they're willing to throw their weight around to get, like, whatever they need to do to get the Oscar nominations or get the promotion and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, you know, it's it, this, is, this is probably one of the best advertisements for Netflix you can possibly get. Because, like, there's, there's a couple of these films that are on there, and you just watch them right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looks like the power of the dog, it looks like it's like the juggernaut. It's like the one that beat. It's the uh, Mike Tyson in the early, late 80s, 90s, early 90s of the Oscar race so far. It's like it, I don't think anything can actually touch it, at least in the best picture.
1: No. Um, at this point, yeah, like it, you know, the, the odds are this is the one to um, definitely uh, everybody's running for second uh, <laughs> after this yeah. one. And second means nothing in the Academy Awards, though. Yeah. Uh, That's,
2: second is first loser. <laughs> but so yeah, speak.
1: Jane Campion, first uh female director to get two nominations, which is nice. And yes. hopefully we're gonna see more of that, you know, uh for best director in the years coming. Um yes. just looking at best director though, another thing that struck me, um, Hamaguchi's uh a nomination for Drive My Car, which is also yeah. Best Picture and in, in contention over in the Best International Film Award and Best Adapted Screenplay. Four Oscar nominations for a Japanese film—that's an Oscar first.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I I can't say that I've seen it. Um, It's a three-hour movie, which is just like a three-hour foreign film is kind of like odd to to get these like this kind of foothold to begin with. But to get this kind of foothold for any kind of foreign movie, it's amazing. So I'm like that's that's one thing I'm like like I'm going to go off when I get done talking to you. Mm-hmm. look it up and see if you can find online to see to go watch it because yeah. this piques my interest. Yeah. I, it's got to be yeah, phenomenal. Well separately. we've
1: we've seen the academy kind of expand its membership in the last couple of years, more international members coming in, uh, more my uh you know minorities, more diversity that they want. And um I think, you know, this and the three academy award nominations for the movie Flea which, uh-huh. you know, best international feature, uh, best animated feature. And also um, – that's also in uh, the – no, it's not in the Best Picture race, but it's um, Best Animated Film. Oh, Best International, Best Animated, and um, where else was that? <laughs> Suddenly, best, documentary. best Documentary. Best Documentary. That's it. That's it. And that's I, I, the first time I, we've I, seen a, a one film hit all three of those categories.
2: Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I just want everybody to know this. I am so prepared that I have the list of nominees in front of me, so I can scroll on my computer while I'm watching this. And the list I'm using is the one that Rich posted just about a half hour ago. That's so that's no the one I'm using for, too. <laughs> there's no no excuse for Rich to actually do the, this thing. So I just want to put, throw him on these that, that Oscar bus.
1: Thank you so so much for
2: that. <laughs> now you know why I don't get asked back to this podcast that often. So
1: <laughs> actually, that's something we we uh, Natasha and I had mentioned before that um, you know we're looking to bring back more people. Uh, as guests, and of course, uh, at least once more before um, Oscar night, we want you back. But oh, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. But uh, yeah. but before that, let's um. The guilt trick works. Yes.
2: <laughs> but uh, I, I want to touch on this, like like uh, on the opposite side of this. Mm. I don't want to touch this. I know, I don't know if you have plans to talk about this, but you know what? Uh, on the opposite side about this, only one nomination for House of Gucci. That. If there's ever a film that wore its Oscar aspirations on its sleeve, it wore a Gucci suit of Oscar uh, uh, aspirations. <laughs> nothing. No, nothing for Jared Leto. Nothing for Lady Gaga. That was, was the like,
1: surprise for, uh,
2: to me. Uh, nothing for, like, you know, like, screenplay or anything. It's just one for best makeup and hair design, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's and and that's it. I'm like, wow. All that. Like, it's like Sean Frodo. Fre- Fre- See, I'm i, I, I think going to be the Leslie Jordan on this podcast by mispronouncing words constantly. But like that's like like that's the like kind of like, you know, like ha, you spent all this money, put all this campaign there, you made a big Oscar bait film and nothing. Um but it's also but but then again, that opens up to for like other quality films like Drive My Car and and stuff like that, that might not for lost daughter that might not have had like as much foothold if it wasn't. That's
1: know? that's true. It's you know, and I mentioned this already on uh, twitter to a friend that yeah i'm kind of disappointed that certain films didn't get nominated but at the same time i'm not mad about any of these nominations really i think they're all you know at least have an argument that they belong on this list so uh, like, like don't look up for best picture really uh, i didn't uh, over, over over i didn't like over it as much I I didn't like don't look up as much as other people, but I can see where it had a certain popular toehold toehold with people outside of critic circles who seemed to like the film. So if you know we need a couple of uh, popular names in there that some you know that I'm not saying like a popular film like yeah uh, here's <laughs> let's let's throw some red meat out to the uh, uh, to the public here. Say a popular film like Spider-Man: No Way Home. Um, yep. I could even make an argument for that being on the list instead of Don't Look Up or some of you know one of these other films. Um, but overall, the the range and variety that we have here, you know, yeah, in each of these categories, I'm like, eh, okay, I can see that. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah. It's, like, it's 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 still odd because every year, it's, it,
2: it, the Oscars are. a, a Cause I've been following this since like 1982 when I was a little kid watching the Oscars with my mom, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's been a part of my life for how, this what like 40 years now. Um, yeah. and it's like, you know, it, it's, a, it's a unique piece all to itself. It's like, like nightmare alley, best picture, no best director. And granted there's just like 10 nominees, for best picture, five for best director. So it's not, not going to even up no matter how you look at it, mm-hmm. but not no acting nominations, no, no, uh, let me scroll down. Um, no writing nominations, as far as I can see. Um, and but it's best picture. So it's it's a one of the ten best pictures, but for what reason we have no idea because the acting and writing and directing didn't have anything to do it. You know, it's like there's there's always odd, scratching your head kind of thing that's go on there. You know, so but it's just it's just an, an odd beast, and it's you know it's well, it's weird.
1: Yeah, I mean Dune also 10 nominations including best picture, best adapted screenplay, a ton of uh the technical and craft awards, nothing for acting and no best director. Yeah. That's I'm kind of of the opinion that when we get Dune Part 2, there the academy's just going to do a return of the king and that's when they kind yeah. of go, okay, you've completed this two-film opus adaptation of this book. Now's when you get the awards.
2: Yes. And also, who would he replace? Who would... Denis Villeneuve.
1: Denis <laughs> Villeneuve.
2: Yeah, thank you. Who would he replace? Maybe, like, Hamaguchi? But, <sighs> but like, that's kind of debatable. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a case of, like, you have, like, strong directors already in there already oh gosh yeah so it's like kind of like, you know it's like yeah if it was like you know say uri bowl like a nominated <laughs> press director for something that's not even like in best picture yeah i could see you saying like well he was snubbed but mm-hmm. there's not really like any real room for him being snubbed personally i think they should have 10 and all of them because it shows long enough the way it is just make 10 nominees all, all the way through and Everybody, has a chance to shine. I get like a little bit of
1: like bump on the next paycheck, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true, that's true. I, I like that idea, at least in best director. If, yeah. if you're gonna have 10 for best picture, you should have 10 for best director, maybe. Yes, um, because when you look at how historically best picture and best director have what a 70% chance of being you know for the same film and. You look at 10 nominees for Best Picture and then five for Best Director, you can kind of—some of the suspense, I guess you could say, about who will win Best Picture is deflated by the fact that, well, most likely, statistically, it's not going to go to at least five of these guys because they don't have a Best Director nom. Now, every now and then, you'll see something like Argo wins Best Picture, Ben Affleck never even nominated for Best Director. But those are kind of like the outliers.
2: Yeah, but uh, but to be honest with you, you know, you could say that now. There's ten nominees. I think like the the best picture, might, me personally, looking at this right now, unless there's some kind of wild, unbelievable surprise, it's gonna come down to Belfast or The Power of the Dog. Right off the bat, those are the two favorites I say right now. My I'm leaning towards The Power of the Dog just because of like how much momentum this has. But King Richard's is not gonna win. Dune's not gonna win. Mm-hmm. You know, Don't Look Up is not gonna win. You know these 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 nom- people are these films are nominated are not going to win automatically even without having their directors nominated or whatever, so it's like that you have that all the time. There's going to be there's always like one or two favorites, and all the rest are like, you did a good job. Here's here's your cookie.
1: Okay, nomination. Okay? <laughs> you get a plaque that says you were nominated, so you get at yeah. least that, which is nice, yeah. I guess. I would, if you know, if I got that far in 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 a filmmaking career where. I had something nominated, and I at least got a plaque and didn't win, but I still got the night out at the Oscars. I think I'm uh, – I'm hoping I'm enough of a level-headed person that I'd be like, eh, it would have been nice to win, but got invited to the party, so who cares? Yeah. Didn't go home with the prom queen. I'm fine with it.
2: <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for, for the rest of your life, you know, uh, Kristen Stewart will always be Academy Award nominee. Right. And I'm fine and, with and,
1: that. She's great in anything that doesn't have the word Twilight in the title.
2: See, this makes me sad that Jamie Dornan wasn't also nominated for Best Actor, and I think he's well-deserving of it. He was like a really emotional center of Belfast, a very underplayed role, but he brought mm. a lot to it. I thought he deserved the nomination. But more than anything, I wanted to have him nominated, so we had two former Razzie winners nominated <laughs> in the actor categories. Mm. I'm, uh, and if I if, if could go through deep, like, my— I wish there were nominated things. I wish that uh, Katrina Alf, who played the yes. mother, should
1: she, have been and She was. She was fantastic. It's all perfect. Yeah. Uh, but then again, like, who would? Who do you bump out, out of that out? category? Um, um, yeah. I've now, se- also, I, I've seen I all five the, of the nominated, you know, actresses' performances, and they're all really good. Um, and you know, I'm like, I don't know who you bump. Again, it's these are the good. Dilemmas to have, I guess, rather yeah. than, you know, oh, there's two people in this category. I say don't b- deserve here, but I have no idea who I would put in their place. That's a that's yeah. a bad year, and I'm glad we don't have those problems.
2: Yep, yeah. yeah, it's just like it's kind of like you know, like the only place where I think there might have been like, like, like yeah, I don't really see like 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 weak spots anywhere, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's like again another you know, arguments for expanding the field if you need to, like, you know, like, it's like, you know, and, like, you know, like, all these films are all in the eyes of the beholder. So, like, you know, you might like a, a movie better than I do, you might be able to appreciate the craft, but it, it fails in the execution, all kind of stuff like that. So, like, you know, there might be people listening to saying like, no way that, uh, you know, like, you know, Will Smith should be nominated for King Richard. That was just, like, ugh. But, yeah, you might be in a minority on that. It's kind of like, it's, it's, you know, just don't, there's not even like a really strong argument for anybody being left
1: off. True. Um, I mean, I remember coming out of that screening for King Richard and looking to one of the other critics who's a friend of mine. And I was like, well, I think we have just saw at least one Academy Award nomination, perform- nomination performance right there. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, but I want to pop back to Actress for one more minute remember a few years back when Olivia Coleman won for Best Supporting Actress in The Favorite? Yes. And like the first thing she said when she got up on stage was, I will probably never be up here again? Yes. She was wrong. She is, she's been continually nominated both here and for, you know, other film awards and television work, and she is becoming rapidly one of our greatest actresses, I think.
2: Yeah. And an Oscar favorite because like, There are a lot of great actresses who never get a nomination, but -hmm. this is like, like how many, how many nominations is this? Is this her third? Did she get nominated for the the Was it the Father last year?
1: Yeah, she was nominated for the Father, so this is her third. Um, Yeah, she's got a couple BAFTAs um, and some television nominations in there as well. And wait a
2: minute, wait wait, a minute, a a British actress nominated for a BAFTA? I know, how
1: could that be? Craziness. Um and I keep thinking though, every time I see Olivia Coleman, the first thing I remember her from is from Hot Fuzz, the yes. Edgar Wright movie, where she's like the, yeah. the high pitched giggly police officer. And it's just like, oh my God, who would have ever have guessed looking at that performance where she would be now? And it's it's amazing. And I'm just such a fan, and it's always exciting that when I, you know, see this kind of stuff. It's like, what?
2: Yeah. Another yeah, I'm the same thing when anybody, like, in, like, there's a way broader field. It's like, whenever somebody who started a comic book movie is nominated. So, like, best actor has Doctor Strange going up against Spider Man going up against Deadshot. So, yay! <laughs> um, but, True. yeah, but, like, mm-hmm. but getting back to Christian Stewart, I'm, like, going back there, like, I've been always telling my friends that, like, Kristen Stewart is of a better actress than the, the pilot movies give you credit for. And basically, because I saw Adventureland, and, like, she was awesome in that. Oh, she's fantastic. And I'm, I'm, in that. I'm, I'm, Hopefully this, this makes the, the scorn and ridicule that's heaped upon me by saying that lessen just a little bit because, you know what? you know, She's an Academy Award-nominated actress, so mm-hmm. you know, she's got something going yeah.
1: for her. And I think both she and Robert Pattinson um, have had great careers in indie film You know, post-Twilight, and yeah. the people who complain when they see that they're being cast in something big like – spencer or the upcoming the batman for pattinson i don't think they're they're really like i don't want to say they're not movie fans but i don't think they're giving these people their due to think that you yeah. know they had a you know to even suspect that they could have had a career outside of just the twilight films
2: yeah but that, that, that's been going on for decades remember you, are, you and i are old enough i mean just barely old enough because i think we we're both born in the late 80s I uh, so remember the whole booh-ha-ha against Batman and Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. and it was oh, Mr. Mom. oh, it's going to be a comedy. Oh, it's dude, gonna dude. I was he, in he, college
1: he made... when that came out. Okay.
2: Yes, I, 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 I was trying to play, give it to you on that, but you had to be honest. Oh, well. be like, but, but, but around the same time, like he started his first drama, Clean and Sober, mm-hmm. and he kicked ass in that. I'm like, listen, guys, you know this might not be that bad, and it turned out to be like one of the best Batman's
1: ever. Yeah. Well, remember so, too that. Um... You know, to to stay on the Batman thing here for a moment, Tim Burton, when he was announced as being the director of Batman, people were like, uh, the Pee-wee's big adventure guy? Yeah. (laughs) uh, Beetlejuice hadn't come out yet. Uh, now I remember going to see Beetlejuice and watching that movie going, okay, where can I see hints that this guy will be good for Batman? And there's that scene where Lydia comes up into the uh, attic while it's being renovated and she comes up the stairs through like this fog of, um, Sawdust and everything. And that's when I went, that's the shot. That's the shot that convinced me Tim Burton should be good for Batman. And when you look at best director, our best director nominees here, you know, like Steven Spielberg. um, Okay. I think Spielberg, right out of the box, you know, with Jaws and Close Encounter and um, his early filmography, yes, he was always destined (laughs) to be a great filmmaker. Um, But even then, Steven Spielberg yeah. doing a musical and West Side yeah. Story yeah. you know, is amazing.
2: And, 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 and one thing to point out in, in the Oscar nomination special I watched, he has been – they said that he's been nominated in the category in six decades. Mm-hmm. Eight 70s, times. 70s, 80s, 90s, zero, the, the zeros, the tens, and now the 20s. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, like, I mean, say what you want about him. That's legendary. You can't act – you can't touch that. True. I mean – he He's only else? the
1: fourth – person to be nominated in the best director category eight times uh, along with billy wilder who also had eight scorsese who had nine and william wyler who had 12 nominations yep uh, over time so that's yep. that's pretty impressive right there i mean there's yeah. there's you know we're, we've been kind of like Briefly touching on you know some of the historical moments for for this this year's nominations, you know, and you also have a uh, Troy Kotzer's nomination from Coda, um, puts him in the into the Oscar history books as the first deaf male actor to uh, to earn an act, a nomination in an acting category, and yep. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the only other person to be nominated uh, as an actor. A deaf person to be nominated and an actor is Marlene Maitland, right?
2: I believe so. I, I, yeah, I'm not 100% sure, but yeah, that sounds correct.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, and we had mentioned before about um, Drive My Cars, four nominations being, you know, a record for Japan, and uh, Flea. Um, <laughs> boy, man. You, you know when you sometimes go to like a film festival and you're like, and you have a packed schedule and you look at yep. it and you go, you know what? I'm getting kind of tired. I'm going to skip this one film and just go yeah. find a restaurant, sit down, have a meal and a soda and relax for two hours before my next thing. That that was flea for you. Th- that right? was flea at the Philadelphia film festival this past oh, October. I was just like, Oh, this sounds really good, but mm, I'm exhausted. I need to sit down and get a bite to eat. Damn it. And <laughs> And I'm really regretting that decision right now. Because <laughs> oh. every time they had mentioned Flea, and I was like, you know, the three categories, I'm like, oh, oh, damn it. The, the, Oh, for God's the, sakes, why did I do that? The, the twinge of guilt in your stomach. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> I mean, it was good pizza, but I really maybe should have <laughs> stuck it out and gone to see the movie. <laughs> yeah. It had better been really, really good pizza.
2: Yeah, well, both. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, Philadelphia pizza. So looking at, it's gonna be oh. so
1: good. True.
2: Yeah, true. But um,
1: it's better than yeah, Chicago so, pizza. And...
2: And, and speaking of history, mm. um, like um, and this is another Schadenfreude thing going on there. And I'm not saying this, like it's a different kind of aspect on it because I'm a big fan of Lin-Manuel Miranda, mm-hmm. and he has a chance of becoming an EGOT this year. He's nominated again for Best Song. Um, not for we we don't talk about Bruno, which is the number one song in the country or something like that, something ridiculous like that mm-hmm. uh but but for no one he actually submitted that went through um like the um or ni oh, um so so I was like wow, this is great he's got he's got a great chance of actually winning it, and he's not in the same category as beyonce, and it's like, well, good luck, maybe next year when you <laughs> Come back come back again for another animated stuff sometime mm. in the next two years. Yeah.
1: Well, you know? Diane Warren has how many nominations in this category, too, over the years. Yeah. Three or four now. Yeah. And um I'm surprised, you know, you know, at some point it's gonna have to be her turn before she turns into the Susan Lucci of uh, Best Original Song. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's kinda like but Diane
2: Warren is kinda like, you know, like you know, she, she gets up in the morning. She writes a hit song. You know, she's she she goes to the shower. She writes a hit song. It's like <laughs> she's like you know. It's it's kind of like you know like like I'm sure she's dabbing her eyes with the thousand dollar bills that she gets from like you know up where we belong and a bunch of the other songs. I think she did that or her other mm-hmm. one. She's any you know, of the other hits she made. So it's like you know. I think she's she's okay, she's okay with 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 maybe not getting an Oscar. I think she might be okay with like just staying in her like multi bazillion dollar mansion and. You know writing songs that everybody loves or loves to eat.
1: I know I would be maybe yeah, uh, <laughs> but kind of getting now that we're kind of ducking down into some of the uh crafts uh and technical awards um before we do that actually though uh best animated feature, what did you think of the uh nominees?
2: Let me tell you this, thank you for bringing this up because I was gonna like, like if you didn't bring it up, I was going to like like once again hijack the the podcast and go in this direction this. Is the home of one of my favorite nominations of all time, and I, I was I was a little worried that I wasn't going to get nominated because it came in early in the year. But it's one of my favorite movies. Yes, I know
1: where you're going. Um,
2: I hope it. you know where I'm going. Um, uh, it's the, the Mitchell's vs. the Machine. Yes, is that, is that, the thing about that? That was an awesome movie, and I don't know many people. My flew in the radar for a lot of people. It is mm-hmm. on streaming. I believe it's on Netflix. Yep. See it. It's awesome. That would be my my prohibitive favorite of getting the Oscar if I was of the head of both, which I don't. <laughs> call me Call Me Academy. Um but yeah, but even I, I, like even with like, uh, Encanto and Luca and Raya Last and and Flea, which you both missed, but yeah, I didn't have the opportunity to see if you did. Mm-hmm. Um sorry, I had to throw you in. <laughs> Yeah um, but like yeah, but twist but that the knife. Mitchell <laughs> Machine like when, I, when it came in it's like Mitchell Swiss the Machines was just like stead solid perfect for me as a movie and it, like it, like and like I watched it with my wife, my daughter and we all loved it. And it and it was so weird because we were like, should we give this a chance? Well it's on there. What else are we gonna watch? You know, it's like and like like during like the pandemic and we're so sequestered in our houses and we give it there and just for one brief moment we were lifted. And uh, we, I we I, I am a big fan of that movie and I'm so glad it got nominated and I hope that it it it, it goes far. It I probably not probably gonna go to Encanto but and and Canto is deserving, mm-hmm. but the just versus machines is, is awesome. And if anybody's listening out here who hasn't seen it yet, fire up the Netflix box, go sit down, get yourself some popcorn, and watch it because I thought it was really it's,
1: great. It's it's two hours of pure enjoyment. It's Miller and Lord, so you know what you're getting there. It does what it says on the tin. It's a family versus. Yep. Alien Invaders and it's a, so much fun. There's a lot of fun twists that I do not want to even give away right now as we yeah. talk about it. Um but yeah, Encanto is the um the one to beat, I think, in this category. But
2: And 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 it's and it, not to say like, you know, Encanto sucks
1: or Encanto's a bad movie. Encanto's no, certainly
2: not. A wonderful movie. It's a beautiful movie, it's a great movie and it's but it, it, it's kinda of like the mm-hmm. Disney movie that like you know, Disney's like kinda of like the babe Ruth of animated films at this point. Yeah. You know, even if they're bad stuff, it's like, you know, He's hitting two home runs a game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's well, like, yeah, like as you can see, like three of three of the five nominees are Disney movies. So true.
1: So that's sort of why I also would like to see Mitchells versus the Machines win as well. Just to kind of, you know, break away and remind people that other people besides Disney do do animation and they do it well. Um yep. but yeah. Um, you know, and some of the other things, uh, makeup and hair styling, um just looking at and thinking, Yeah, either Eyes of Tammy Faye or Cruella. Um uh, uh, don't do
2: roll don't roll coming to America though.
1: That's true. Come, that's true. Didn't it, I know the original it, Coming to America got a nomination. I can't remember if it won though or not. Um not but you know there's you know there's a lot of uh good categories here, a lot of good stuff. If you haven't seen some of these films, thank god we have streaming available to us now because so many of these are available for you to catch up with and i would say everyone's worth your time
2: yeah it's like and like you know it's you know that's if there if there could ever be a good um like outcome to the pandemic that is it you mm. know it's kind of like um let's see here um it was nominated uh going back to coming to america Best costume design and best makeup, it did not win. Ah okay. back in nineteen eighty
1: nine. Okay.
2: Um just just a complete bad thought. <laughs> uh, but like yeah, because because like it's like now, like like I said, like um in our, in a conversation before this, a lot of stuff is already on streaming already. And if you have the service, it's not gonna cost you any money. You don't you don't have to leave the house to rent a DVD or a, a, or or if you live in the backwoods area of VHS tape. <laughs> um, you don't have to like like leave your house. You just hit a button in there. If you already have the service, you don't have to pay anything extra for it. Mm-hmm. And you have it's like it's more accessible. It's one of the big problems about the Oscars for the longest time. Is like they're nominating films that only played for like two weeks in um, New York and Los Angeles, and people in Peoria or Omaha or Albuquerque. Never got the chance to see it at all unless it came out on video, which usually comes on video way after the Oscar was over. Now you don't have that. Now, if you want to see, say, like, um, Coda and you have Apple Plus, it's right there. Go yep. right in there. Oh, hey, this got nominated for an Oscar. I just saw it got nominated for an Oscar. I'll give it a shot. And you can could, you could see it immediately before the, the ceremony comes in. You can, like, make your own opinions. And that makes the Oscar Telecast better because you could, like, yeah I saw all these movies. I like this one, but I like this one better. I wouldn't be upset this one, but if this one wins, I'll be pissed. you mm-hmm. know I my French. that's but okay like, it, it, it makes it it makes more of an involved experience and you're more invested. you're more invested in the actual ceremony, which I think works well
1: oh definitely definitely does um any other last thoughts before we uh wrap this up
2: uh let me just let me just go through this thing here again and basically just you know take a look at this um well, but we haven't talked about snubs other than like you know the, you know, like the House of Gucci. Is there anything you want to talk about snubs wise? I mean, like, uh, well, we, Jennifer you, Hudson.
1: Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> um, I was a little surprised that uh she didn't make it. Uh, we mentioned Katrina Balfe. Katrina uh, from Belfast. Um, yeah, I, I thought also, Belfast I've, was going to get a couple of more than they did.
2: Yeah. And also it also would look like to have a, a nomination for Jude Hill. Uh, he played the kid in, in Belfast, and he held the whole movie together. And that's for true. a kid that young to do that well, you know, he should have done that. Um, mm-hmm. Again, like, you know, acting nominations for like Nightmare uh, Alley, mm-hmm. you know, no no Bradley Cooper, no Pete Blanchett, no nothing like that. It's, you know, it's 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 kind of like stuff like that. And like, I remember like you did an article on Red Rocket, Simon Rex was an outside chance getting nominations. nomination. You didn't get one?
1: No, nothing um, for Red Rocket. I was surprised. That's, that's a great little film. Um again morally uh, has some morally dubious things in it, but um I wish more people had seen it, so we could have had a better conversation around that movie uh, but yeah. I'm just a big sean Baker fan to begin with, so
2: yeah and um, nothing for uh Ruth Nega or anybody from from passing i hope i didn't pronounce, pronounce the name there
1: uh no um, ruth nega is right and she's great she'll she'll be nominated again in the future or yeah. she will get a yeah. nomination in the future i think she got one last year or two years ago for something um yeah, she's one of my
2: favorite she's my favorite actresses because i first noticed her of course uh as you know on um agents <laughs> of shield yep and then then she went on to future, and she's been doing really good work i think she's not she was probably nominated for loving i believe
1: yes um, that was it
2: and i like it's it's Got that, or Tessa Thompson, who probably nominated for passing. Uh, it's it's but it's like it's it's just the case of like you have an abundance of riches to choose from. It's kind of like this the slights or the snubs aren't really as big snubs as possible because, as we said several times in this podcast, who are you going to knock off? Who you're going to like, whose spot you going to take over? Mm-hmm. Uh, I do want to mention one thing. I do want to mention something that, like, I don't know if it's historical or a bit of trivia or something like that. Um, only one acting nomination from West Side Story. Ariana um, DeBose for the same role that Rita Moreno was nominated for and won in the original film version of West Side Story. So keep an eye out for that. Yes. that might be that might be something to keep an eye on. Like you know, it's if you if you if you're filling up your Oscar pool, if
1: you,
0: will,
2: <laughs> you
1: know hmm And um, though I think that about wraps us up for this episode. Bill, again, thank you so much for uh, stepping in, stepping up. We appreciate it, both Natasha and myself. And now remember, you can find us online at bigpicturepod.com, and we are now available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So either use the link in the show notes post or head directly there, search, and hit subscribe. And if you like what you're hearing, please leave a positive review because that always helps us connect with new listeners. We'll be back next week with more news, reviews, and some more Oscar buzz as we keep on the countdown to the Big Academy Awards show next month. And that's all here on the Big Picture Podcast. And be a panic with just a good-looking pan. And any shop girl can be a top girl if she pleases the tired businessman. Hooray for Hollywood. You may be, be homely in your neighborhood. To be an actor, see Mister Factor, you make your kisser look good.
0: Go out and try your luck. You may be done. Hollywood.